when I was in college, I got a job at Office Max one summer selling printers and various organizational tools. But they also required me to work the register from time to time. And on one Saturday morning, a customer came in and started yelling at me in front of not only my coworkers, but a line of other patrons who started staring at the ground very uncomfortably. This customer made me call over my manager and to my manager in front of my face demanded that my manager fire me. He did not fire me, but he apologized profusely to the customer to satiate his need for satisfaction. The reason I was being berated by this customer, because I said, have a nice day. That was it. Have a nice day. I finished the transaction, gave him his receipt and said, have a nice day. And he was mad because I did not say, thank you for your purchase. That job really sucked. I quit that job. I quit that job right after my manager didn't fire me. My name is James Patrick. This is the Beyond the Image podcast. And today, we're going to talk about some other shitty jobs I've had. When did the image of success become so shallow and cookie cutter? It's carefree entrepreneurship, sprawling homes, and curated aesthetics, all wrapped up in a simplified social media post rife with the latest buzzwords explaining how you're just one manifestation away from the life of your dreams. But building thriving businesses and positioning yourself as a leader in any industry has little to do with hitting these external validations and everything to do with cutting through the crap and getting to work. My name is James Patrick, and I'm an internationally published photographer, marketing strategist, and your host in this discussion. I've spent decades studying the mechanics of success so I could reverse engineer the process. Together, let's specifically define what success means to you and determine the steps to get you there. With real strategies, exclusive interviews, and game-changing ideas you can implement into your life and business. It's time to go beyond the facade, beyond the posturing, beyond the image to create real change personally and professionally. This is the Beyond the Image Podcast. So I had to work a lot of shitty jobs in order to launch my photography business. And I was so relieved that I no longer had to deal with things that made me uncomfortable or made me upset or made me uh, hate life. And then all of a sudden, I started to get some very interesting photo projects that uh, made me question my desire to be a photographer. And despite how much I love my role as a photographer. Here are a few more horror stories of photo shoots that could not end fast enough. The first, I was hired to photograph a professional athlete. This was actually my first professional athlete photo shoot. The magazine art director and I went out to this player's stadium. I won't say what sport, nor will I say what team, but 
they were within driving distance. We go to this player's stadium and we set up the shoot in the locker room. The publicist comes down and says, oh, he'll be down in just 15 minutes. Good. This is great. We are ready to go when he gets here. About 25 minutes go by and the publicist comes back down to say, it's actually going to be another 15 minutes. He just has to go see the sports therapist just super quick. He'll be right down after that. And then another 20 minutes goes by and the publicist pokes his head back in the locker room that we're set up in and says, actually, he has to go uh, see the massage therapist right now real quick just, just to get something worked on super fast. He'll be done in 10 minutes tops. Another half hour rolls around. And this just went on and on and on. And he did not come into that room for over three and a half hours hours after the scheduled call time and then had the gall had the audacity to strut into the room with a big smile plastered across his stupid face and say hey i'm I, i'm really busy i only got 10 minutes for this photo shoot to which i quickly fired off that's okay we only have five we had this other photo shoot with this quote-unquote celebrity editorial model that was flown out to Arizona to shoot for this magazine cover in interior spread. It was a two-day photo shoot. Unfortunately, this top highly booked editorial talent was not comfortable in any of the wardrobe that was sponsored for the photo shoot, nor was she comfortable in any of the wardrobe that she brought herself to wear on set. And most of the photo shoot uh, over the course of two days, the makeup artist and our female assistant spent in the bathroom with this editorial subject, trying to convince her that, no, you do really look good. You really should go out and shoot. You've been brought out here to do this photo shoot. You should probably go do it. You look great and really trying to pepper up. And over the course of two full days of shooting, we got maybe, maybe an hour or two worth of good content, maybe at best. Most of the photo shoot, I just spent kind of sitting around staring at the studio backdrop. Speaking of wasting a lot of time, I was flown out to New York to do a photo shoot or actually a pair of photo shoots for a magazine. And I went out with my assistant. We were supposed to shoot two workout circuits at a gym in Long Island, Bev's Powerhouse Gym. I go out with my assistant. We set up. We are set up, ready for the photo shoot. And then we wait two hours for the person to get through hair and makeup. Okay, they get through hair and makeup. We knock out the photo shoot in, I think, 45 minutes maybe an hour, and then we have to wait another two hours for the next photo shoot. And then we have to wait another hour and 30 minutes or so for that person to get through hair and makeup. And then we have to wait another hour and a half, I think, after that, because a bunch of the magazine editors just wanted to schmooze this subject, uh, hoping that they can, I don't know, curry some favor from this subject. In an eight-hour photo shoot, I think the total sum we shot was a about 90 minutes. Uh, what was interesting is there was another photographer at the gym at the same time. And in the time we only shot two workout circuits, this individual shot, it was something crazy like two magazine covers and six different workout circuits for a different rival publication. 
Oh, that was exhausting. Uh, here's another interesting one. I was hired by this couple uh, who both worked in law enforcement, and they wanted to launch a business as personal trainers, uh, but they gave no direction on what they wanted the photos to look like or how they wanted the photos to feel. And they, I really don't remember them saying a single thing the entire photo shoot. I know for a fact the wife said nothing the entire photo shoot. She kind of just stared at the ground or stared at her phone the entire photo shoot, which was weird and awkward. And so I tried to throw out ideas of what I thought would be viable marketing images for them for their business that they were trying to launch. And they seem to be on the same page with it. The photo shoot ends and we send off the proofs and I start getting all these very angry emails from the wife. So apparently she can communicate, which is surprising, but she can only communicate in curse words. And she's cursing me out because of how mad she is about the quality of these photos. And they do not represent the vision that she has for this photo shoot, the vision that was never really shared with me because she didn't talk. Uh, so I get the husband on the phone and try to talk to him. But instead of talking to me like, I don't know, a fucking human. He does that thing that traffic cops do where he doesn't let you talk and just continuously talks over you and steamrolls the conversation. Ugh, I was so glad to throw away those photos. Uh, had another interesting photo shoot with this fitness icon, celebrity cover model person uh, who very interesting. Like, you know, there should be this kind of tell-all book of the fitness industry about all the stupid, dirty secrets in the fitness industry. This person uh, makes most of her money, her and her husband, by owning fast food franchises, but yet espouses this healthy lifestyle. It's such an interesting conflict of interest that she's willing to make millions off of people eating what she considers to be unhealthy food. Um, so yeah, it's good enough to line her pockets, but not good enough to fill her stomach. Interesting. Anyway, her husband, who's, I don't know, 40 years my senior, uh, I'm doing a shoot at their house, and he decides that he needs to show me that he has learned karate. Uh, okay, I don't know if I need to know this. But it was one of those weird, I need to mark my territory as an alpha male, only he could not be further from an alpha male, aside from the fact that his financial portfolio was exponentially larger than mine. That being said, he really decides he needs to show me his moves, uh, which involves him placing his hands on my neck and attempting to cut off airflow through my esophagus. And he thought this was him being cool, in control, the alpha male, when really it just pissed me off that some asshat decided to put their fucking hands on me during a photo shoot. Fuck that guy, fuck his cover model wife, and fuck their fast food restaurants that they own. Here was one that really really made me uncomfortable. This guy bought a lot of ads in a local magazine. Won't say what magazine, but it was a local magazine that doesn't exist anymore. And 
I think it was something I heard from hearsay, maybe $10,000 he bought in advertising in the magazine. And in exchange for buying all these ads in the magazine, the publisher of the magazine agreed to put this guy's wife on the cover of the magazine, even though she never really did a photo shoot before. She had no experience. She had no story. There was nothing of interest or relevance about her that would qualify her to be on the magazine cover, except for the fact that her husband really wanted to have a cover model wife. Um, I guess he couldn't get a better magazine to put her on the cover of. I digress. Here's what was weird, though. During the photo shoot, uh, he pulls out this iPad and huddles me and the and we had two creative directors on set huddles the three of us around says you got to look at these photos i just had taken of my wife and begins to pull up nude photos of his wife erotic nude photos of his wife and flipping through these photos showing them off with this very creepy smile on his face he was proudly showing off his naked wife to total strangers fucking weird then, during the photo shoot, his wife, who was visibly uncomfortable, the entire photo shoot, so uncomfortable that anytime I would give her directions on posing, like, for example, move your hip this way, shift your hand over here, turn your chin to the left a little bit more, before she completed the action, she would always glance at her husband, who was standing right over my shoulder, as if to get his approval or permission to move her body that was creepy here's one more really creepy one for you i had to do a photo shoot we're in the midst of 2020 so there's a lot going on in 2020 both uh politically and socially and halfway through the photo shoot this guy decides to let me in on the fact that he's chosen to bring a loaded gun to the studio. He opens up his backpack and shows me the fact that he has a loaded 9mm right in his bag. The reason, his justification for carrying around a loaded weapon was that he believed with every cell in his body that professional protesters were being bussed into major cities like ours and that it required true heroes like himself to defend our city from intruders. One of these really creepy conspiracy theorists, I could not end that shoot fast enough and get him and that gun out of my goddamn studio. Woo! So, yeah, I've had some interesting, fucked up situations as a photographer, but, 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 all of that is better than some jackass telling me that I needed to be fired because I said, have a nice day, as opposed to thank you for your purchase. I made the right decision. You know, these fun stories, I'd share them because we can commiserate through my misery, it's less than a fraction of a percent of all the, the great experiences I have within my career. And I share them, like I said, more, more for your entertainment and amusement. But the point is, is that you too, within your career, you're going to have some weird, unique consumer experiences. But don't let that deter you from all the amazing experiences that you will have within your career. Remember 
who your work is for, who you are there to serve, and you have permission to ignore everyone else. Hope you have an amazing start to your week. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Beyond the Image podcast. Please follow, like, and review wherever you happen to listen to the show. And if you want to connect to me, you can find me at jamespatrick.com, Instagram at jpatrickphoto, or you can text me any of your marketing questions to 480-605-3254. Thanks again. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.